Welcome back to Squared Sports Lane Frank Podcast. On those this podcast, Lane Frank, we're now in episode 62, but as we're 62 episodes, so we got action packed episodes planned for you. National Championship set, NBA, college basketball rolling, NFL, last week of the regular season is here, and so much more. Stay tuned. Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode 62. Let's hop into it. Let's start for episode 62, how we always do with the headlines in the NBA. DeMar DeRozan, everybody. He's an MVP candidate, and the Chicago Bulls are the number one team in the Eastern Conference right now. They're going to make the Eastern Conference finals. I'm not saying they're going to win it. They might lose in like six games or something, but back-to-back game winners. On New Year's Eve and on New Year's Day, DeMar DeRozan is playing like an MVP this year. The biggest mistake the Lakers this offseason was not signing DeMar DeRozan. Not going after DeMar DeRozan. They went after Westbrook. What's Westbrook doing for them right now? We got seven coming up later about the Lakers. What is Westbrook doing right now? Absolutely nothing. DeMar DeRozan looking like an MVP candidate. The Chicago Bulls team is rolling right now. Really got hit with COVID, but now they're kind of bouncing back a little bit. Chicago Bulls rolling at the right time. DeMar DeRozan playing great, looking like an MVP candidate, carrying this team on his back, looking like Eastern Conference front rowers. Let's move on, though. LeBron James, everybody, he's playing also like an MVP level. This is reminding me of the 2017 Cavs. With the 2017 Cavs, LeBron averaged a triple-double pretty much. I think it was like three straight months where he averaged a triple-double that year, 2017. It was a crazy season because they pretty much got nobody. It was like Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson, his main man, pretty much. They didn't have, They got rid of Isaiah Thomas. They got rid of Kyrie in the offseason. Lost of going on that season. That's kind of like what this is turning out, but it's with superstars. AD is not playing like a number two player in the team right now. Russell Westbrook is not playing like a good player in that team right now. He's missing almost every shot. You know, he might get you a triple-double. He might get you 30 points. I mean, between assists, rebounds, points, everything like that. But he's going to give up 45. He's going to give up however much it might be. He's going to hurt your team. He's going to hurt your offense, Russell Westbrook. That's why I think Russell Westbrook should be traded. I think Lakers fans want Russell Westbrook trade. Luck on that Lakers team right now, but LeBron is playing like an MVP candidate. You know who's also playing pretty well right now? Josh Giddy, everybody. All right. He was a number six pick in the draft this year. And it was criticized. It was maybe a little too high for him to be picked, but it's looking like a great pick right now. Started out a little slow, but he's broken. Triple double record. Youngest player to ever record triple double. It seems like that record kind of gets broken every year. Remember, Lonzo broke it, and then Marco Fultz broke it a couple months later, and then Lamelo broke it. It just it happens almost every year now, but. Josh Giddy, looking like a great player, star in the making. Maybe a dynamic duo for the future, Shai Gill, Jess Alexander, and Josh Giddy. But he got his first career triple-double. Youngest player to ever record triple-double in NBA history. But Josh Giddy, looking like a star. What do you think of Josh Giddy and this Thunder team? Do you think they have a future? They got so many first-round picks come up. The future between the Rockets and everybody else. But leave your answer in the comment section. Do you think Josh Giddy, star in the making? I think so. Now, my New York Knicks, everybody, they stink. My New York Knicks are playing terrible. We lost many straight games. Julius Randle. Played pretty well in that Christmas Day game. Kemba Walker played pretty well in that Christmas Day game. Since then, we haven't won many games. This Knicks team is falling apart right now. They lost the Raptors the other day. It's falling apart right now. Julius Randle got his money. He's ruining the offense right now. If I choose R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle, I would take R.J. Barrett. I want to get Zion Williamson. I'm a New York Knicks fan. Diehard New York Knicks fan. I want Zion Williamson. I don't care if he's healthy or not. I won this offseason. I think to get Zion Williamson, got to give up either Julius Randle or R.J. Barrett. Probably R.J. Barrett because Julius Randle already had a stint with the New Orleans Pelicans. And it didn't turn out so great. Went to the New York Knicks the next season, was on the Lakers the season before that. But just a lot of stuff going on with that Knicks team right now. Tom Thibodeau, that defense not turning out well right now. You know, nobody's playing defense. Evan Fournier's not playing defense. Julius Randle's not playing defense. The harder that team last season was defense, not showing out right now. That's my take on my New York Knicks. Everybody. Kyrie Irving, everybody, is back. For the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, it's been a lot, it's been a great week for the NBA. Lots of news in the NBA. But Kyrie Irving, do you think he should play Brooklyn Nets on road games? Do you think he should be allowed to practice? Leave your answer in the comment section. But Kyrie Irving is going to help this Nets team, and he is back. Leave your answer in the comment section. Let's move to the NFL, where we had a very, very interesting week, where there was the Washington fans falling and taking pictures of Jalen Hurts, where there was Antonio Brown 
acting like a head case again. Or it was Baker Mayfield throwing a gazillion interceptions again. But we didn't actually pack. We, the Browns absolutely stink, though. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're really limited from playoff contention. That was before the week even happened. But a lot of stuff going on in that Cleveland Browns locker room. Is Baker Mayfield the guy for next season? Probably not. But you're not going to make the playoffs next season either because there's not really... I don't, in this quarterback draft class right now, I don't see one pro-ready NFL quarterback. Desmond Ritter, I thought, was maybe one, but then he goes up against Alabama and plays terrible. Macarell thought he was one, but you know, declined a little bit towards the end of the season. Now he's hurting, but it's not going to be long-term. Kenny Pickett never really thought he was an NFL guy. I mean, the only guy who I really think right now can be a star in the NFL in the next couple years is Carson Strong. He's probably not going to be a first-round pick out of Nevada. Carson Strong, really good NFL quarterback, but not great quarterback draft class. But the Browns do stink right now. Tua? Tongue of I love, but we love two after that Saints game. We loved him because he had this great pass to Jalen Waddle. The defense played great. That was the defense. He's worse than the game manager because game managers don't turn the ball over. Two turns the ball over. He's going to play like a game manager, but he's also going to turn the ball over. He's going to throw five yard slants every play. Two Tongue of is not an NFL franchise quarterback. And like I said, not a, not a great draft class. So you can't get rid of him. Maybe Deshaun Watson gets clear. Maybe that whole situation gets figured out. Then you go after him. A lot of stuff going on that Dolphins locker room right now, but you got to start on making Jalen Waddle. He's going to be the second best wide receiver in this draft class. It's going to go Jamar Chase one, balled out this week. Jalen Waddle number two, and then maybe Devontae Smith number three, somebody else. But a lot of stuff going on right now in that Dolphins locker room. I think the move is get rid of Tua. He's not a franchise quarterback, in my opinion. Do you think Tua is a franchise quarterback? Leave your thoughts in the comment section. The Cincinnati Bengals, everybody. Joe Burrow. I got to know about him later. Jamar Chase. What an amazing season. I know it's all over. I know they still have one game left, but what a game that was. He had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes had passing yards, and they put up 31 points to Kansas City Chiefs. You know how wild that is? Evan McPherson, their kicker, had the game-winning kick to win that game against them. They played amazing. They played absolutely outstanding since the night Joe Burrow had 440 yards this week, and guess how many he had the week before? 520. Third most in NFL history by a quarterback to ever have in a game. Joe Burrow. On pace to have so many passing yards this year. Joe Burrow, an amazing quarterback. This Cincinnati Bengals team won the AFC North. Who thought they would win the AFC North this year? I didn't. I thought it was going to be the Ravens. I thought it was going to be Steelers. I thought it was going to be Browns. I was a toss-up between those three teams. I thought, no way Cincinnati Bengals even win 10 games this division. They proved me wrong. What a season for Cincinnati Bengals. What a season for Zach Taylor getting himself off the hot seat for at least the next two seasons. What a season this has been for Cincinnati Bengals. That's about for Headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, this is it. It's the last week of NFL season. We have one week left to get that perfect record. Oh, we got to get it. We got to get that perfect record. I'm hoping for it. Let's start out with the games. I'm not picking the games between the Packers and the Lions. I'm picking playoff impacting games. Let's all into it. Cowboys, Eagles. I'm playing, picking the Eagles. Cowboys are locked up in the playoff spot. They got nothing to play for. They got a bad loss last week against the Cardinals. Well, I forgot to talk about that. I should talk about in the headlines, but they play well. Cardinals in that game. But Cowboys... Not going to win this game. Give me the Eagles. Jalen Hurts had a great game against Washington last week. Is a franchise quarterback besides his pretty much predecessor at Alabama. Tua Tagovailoa took over at Alabama. And now Tua is a better college quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But in the NFL, it goes to Jalen Hurts, everybody. Give me the Eagles this one. Advancing to the NFL playoffs. Give me the Eagles beating the Cowboys in this one. Steelers, Ravens, everybody. All right, the Steelers played their heart out on Monday Night Football last week for Big Ben. Did they do it again here? No. I think the Ravens take this one. I think they don't play that well on defense. They played great on defense last week, but Baker Mayfield throws a lot of interceptions. It's very easy to play well against that Browns defense because if they get down by a lot and then Baker has to throw a lot, they can't run 
Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt anymore, and then Baker throws a four interception game. But this is Tyler Huntley or Lamar Jackson. I think they play well. I think they run all over that Steelers defense. Give me the Ravens in this one, 2016 over Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, 49ers, Rams, everybody. 49ers get into the playoffs. They do. Give me the 49ers win over the Rams. Rams didn't look that sharp last week. They did not look sharp. 1.1, Matthew Stafford didn't look that sharp. Zero career playoff wins for Matthew Stafford. That's not that good. Zero career. I think he wins one this year. But give me the 49ers win this one over the Rams. I think Trey Lance is going to start this game. He played well last week against the Texans. He shot the debate that Davis Mills is better than him. Davis Mills is a good quarterback. He's played the second best. He's probably had the second best season out of any rookie quarterback this year. But Trey Lance played really, really well in that game. Only second glimpse we've had him, third glimpse. We had him in that Seattle game for the second half. Then we had him in that Arizona game where he didn't play that well. But now he played well against Texas. I think he plays in this one. Give me four and hours over the Los Angeles Rams. Patriots, Dolphins, everybody. Who takes this one? They won in week one, Dolphins over the Patriots. Not again. That was Mac Jones' first career game, first game with the new system, everything like that. I think the Patriots blow them out of the water. Give me the Patriots. 100 and nothing. Joking on that, but... 35-13, gimme. And then the Patriots over Miami Dolphins. Chargers, Raiders, everybody. Maybe the most impactful game this week. Chargers lose. Raiders lose. They're out. The Raiders win. They're in. If they tie, they're both in. So who wins this game? It's going to come down to a lot. But I do think the Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler, is the game changer in this game. Giving the Chargers advancing to the playoff. Giving the Chargers in this one. Making the playoffs. That's about for Scored Sports NFL Game Day. This is our last week to get the perfect record of the year. See you next year. Scored Sports NFL Game Day for the regular season. But we got the playoffs. Scored Sports NFL Game Day coming up. That's about for Scored Sports Game Day this week. Now, we all love college football. We got the top five bowl games of the year. Top five right here. What were the top five bowl games of the year? It wasn't the college football playoff games because those were blowouts. And I got a segment coming up about my Michigan Wolverines of that playoff game. That was terrible. But the top five bowl games, I'm not talking about matchups, but the games. Let's hop into it. Number five was the fifth best bowl game. It was the Mayo Bowl, everybody. It was a blowout for South Carolina, but it was an awesome game. See, the carry on Jordan, a lot of people know about him. He was a really high, high recruit out of high school. I mean, I think he was a five-star. Went to South Carolina, never played QB. Switched him to wide receiver two years ago. Switched from wide receiver two years ago. Hadn't taken a snap at QB in two years. They bring him back for this game because they really had no quarterbacks left. It was only he and Zeb Nolan, and they didn't want to play Zeb Nolan. He went perfect. He was nine of nine, had multiple touchdowns, and 60 yards on the ground. It was the last game of his college career to carry on Joyner, and they won that game. And then he saw Shane Beamer get dunked in Mayo later in the game after the game. But that was an amazing game to see. First time the Mayo bath happened, but Mayo Bowl was an exciting game this year. Number five, fifth best bowl game this year was Duke's Mayo Bowl. Number four, the Cheese Bowl, everybody. It was Iowa State, and it was Clemson. That was a fun game. I mean, he had that crazy pick six where Brock Purdy slapped it up in there, and then they picked it off with everything like that. But then, at the end of the game, it was fourth down two. Brock Purdy scrambles, gets the first down, fumbles. Recovers the ball behind the first down line. And no, game over. Clemson wins it there. That was an awesome game. See, Clemson came up on top. I think it was 2013 in the Cheese Bowl. Dabble again, dumped with cheeses before the game's even over. Fourth best bowl game this year was Cheese Bowl. Number three, the Fiesta Bowl, everybody. We saw Jack Cohn, the Marks Freeman debut at Notre Dame. They go up 28 7. Jack Cohn has four touchdowns, 300 yards at halftime. We hadn't seen him do that once in a full game this year. Jack Cohn. What do they do in the second half? They're up 28 to 14 and a half down. What do they do? They lose 37 to 35. It was really 37 to 20, like six or something like that. But then they came back. I mean, they scored garbage time touchdown to get, be down by two. Didn't get the onside kick or anything like that. So Oklahoma State completed the comeback. That good defense right there. Played great defense in the second half. Only giving up one garbage time touchdown. Third best bowl game this year was the Fiesta Bowl. The number two 
And I was really thinking about putting this one number one, but the number one is obvious. Number two, best bowl game this year was the Music City Bowl between Purdue and Tennessee. But not like a heavyweight matchup at all, but you watch that game? I didn't see the more exciting college football game this year. I mean, that was top five most exciting college football game this year. Every play seemed like a touchdown. You had, you had Aiden O'Connell throwing dimes. You had Hennon Hooker throwing dimes. And they had a chance at the end to kick a field goal Tennessee to win the game. Didn't get it. So, seemed like every play was almost a touchdown. They go to overtime, and it's fourth down. Tennessee goes for it. And they get the touchdown. The guy's fully in. But they called forward progress, which was a blatantly horrible call. So, no, no touchdown at all. No touchdown. Purdue gets the ball. Kicks field goal. Sad way to end that game, but it was an amazing game to watch. Number two bowl game this year was the Music City Bowl. Number one, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl, everybody. What an exciting game that was. We saw Jackson Smith and Jigba go off, had the most yards ever in a bowl game. Should have had four touchdowns, fumble on the one-yard line on one of them. But just to see Jashad played amazing. You had Cameron Rising playing amazing. Then he gets knocked out. What happens? You got their third-string quarterback, Bryson Barnes, coming in. Throws a dime on third down. Gets a touchdown. Could take the lead, or yeah, t- take the, uh, tie the game there. Then Ohio State gets the ball with about a minute left. And what do they do? Drive down the field. You know, I hate seeing like chip shot field goals win games, but I mean, it's Ohio State ball guys. Michigan beat them. I mean, I wish they lost that game as diehard Michigan fans seeing my Michigan Wolverines lose the day before, but I really was pulling for Utah on that game. Couldn't get it done. I mean, just defense choked a little bit there at the end, but that Utah offense was amazing. That was an amazing bowl game to see. Hope Cameron Rising is okay. That was an amazing game. He could be a Heisman contender next year. The, I mean, the favorites are probably going to be Jackson Spence, Jigba, obviously Bryce Young, the reigning Heisman, and it's just a bunch of other guys. But what a bowl game that was. What a bowl season we had. We're advancing to the national championship now. Georgia, Alabama, which we're going to pick later in the episode on College Bowl Showcase. But leave your thoughts on top five this week. What are your top five bowl games? Leave your answer in the comment section. Now, didn't know it, but this week's didn't know it's a good one. Did you know Joe Burrow, in his second career NFL season, is on pace to have the 15th most NFL yards ever in a season? It's better than Drew Brees had in a couple seasons, better than Tom Brady had in a couple seasons, better than Peyton Manning had in a couple seasons. And, you know, you think, person who's doing this must be a true veteran, Aaron Rodgers, somebody like that. No, no, no. It's Joe Burrow in his second year, but I didn't know that Joe Burrow's on pace to have the 15th most yards ever in NFL season passing yards. As didn't know that, leave that in the comment section. That's bad for doing know this week. Now, my spotlight this week is my Michigan Wolverines, and not for any good reasons. I went to that Orange Bowl. It was an awesome game. I made a preview, score sports Instagram before the game. That was an awesome game to go to. I was so excited. My favorite part of the game was when Michigan walked out. Because after that, it got ugly, everybody. They got a nine-yard gain on first down, Georgia. Then they get that huge play of Brock Bowers. Then they got the touchdown of Brock Bowers. And then Michigan drives down the field, goes for on fourth down, which they probably shouldn't have done. And they didn't get it, obviously. Could have pinned Georgia deep. Could have maybe changed the trajectory of that game. But they didn't. They blind for it. Didn't get it. Eric all dropped it. But interesting game that was there. I mean, just, it sucked to see. If Michigan started J.J. McCarthy after halftime, I think we could have had life in that game. I think we could have maybe won that game because we outscored them in the second half. I know Georgia wasn't really competing that much on offense then, but just that was a crazy game to see. Michigan future, Michigan football future is bright. Whatever you want to say, hey, Jim Harbaugh's going to the NFL because Bruce Feldman put out a story today. Jim Harbaugh's going to the NFL. You will realize every single year of Jim Harbaugh's tenure, I'm talking 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 
2020, and now 2022. Jim Harbaugh has been rumored to go to the NFL every single season he's been at Michigan. It's never happened. Stop thinking that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Why would he leave Michigan, where he just made him to college football playoff, where he's at an all-time high right now, all-time high at Michigan, to go to an NFL team like what Urban Meyer did and fail, and maybe fail. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is an amazing coach, but he has players who don't always need to play for him. NFL is business. College football is not business. Maybe turning into one, but... A lot of stuff going on in college football right now. That doesn't I mean just Georgia advancing to the national championship. We're going to pick that game coming up here in a second in college football showcase. But my Michigan Wolverines, tough game to see right there. 34-11, future's bright for Michigan football. J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corm, Dominic Edwards, Andrew Anthony. Great recruiting class coming in. A lot of stuff going on in my Michigan Wolverines. But that was an interesting game to see right there. Losing the Orange Bowl to Georgia. We'll be back next year. We're going to make the college football playoff. We're going to beat Ohio State again. Still an amazing season for Michigan. Winning the Big Ten Championship. Winning against Ohio State. We had a .00 chance to make the college football playoff this year, and we did. Nobody thought we'd make the college football playoff. Not even me, and I'm the biggest diehard Michigan fan out there. I didn't even think we'd make the college football playoff. I thought nine wins, ten wins at the ceiling. No. Exceed my expectations. 12-2, and two, an amazing season for my Michigan Wolverines. That's about it for my Michigan Spotlight this week. Stay tuned. Now, college football showcase, everybody. We're going to pick the national championship in a couple seconds. But first, I want to get this off my chest. Caleb Williams entered the transfer portal yesterday. Nobody thought it was going to happen. He's the highest talented player to ever enter the transfer portal. Everybody's going after him. Last year, Michigan was J.J. McCarthy on the bench. Last year, Alabama was Bryce Young, Ohio State, CJ Stroud. Only a couple teams don't need to go after Caleb Williams. But so many people are going to be gunning for him. It's going to be UCLA. It's going to be Georgia. It's going to be Auburn. It's going to be USC. It's going to be the whole entire country going for Caleb Williams. Could have won the Heisman this year if he played every game this year, but he didn't. Caleb Williams, highest top player to ever enter the transfer pool. And he did this week. Dylan Gabriel, fifth from UCLA to Oklahoma. Good for Oklahoma. Jeff Levy in that offense. Brad Venables, his team again, Dylan Gabriel. Could be a Heisman contender next year. But Caleb Williams, it's more about him. True sophomore coming into this year. He's going to be a true sophomore next year, like I said. But Caleb Williams is going to be an amazing player in college football. Probably he's going to win the Heisman next year, for all being honest here. Could be Bryce Young, but eh, you never know. Heisman, second-year slump, having Lamar Jackson, having a couple other guys. I think Caleb Williams could win the Heisman next year. My preseason Heisman pick for next year is going to be Caleb Williams, wherever he goes. Caleb Williams is in the transfer portal right now. Dylan Gabriel flipped from UCLA to Oklahoma because of that news. A lot of stuff going on in college report right now. But that's the off-season talk. This season's still going on, everybody. We have the national championship. It's going to be an exciting game. We got Georgia, Alabama, and everybody's saying, oh, this is going to be such a boring national championship. Alabama's just going to blow them out again. Think again. No. Georgia is tough as nails, everybody. Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis, people sometimes hate him sometimes, but you watch him up and close in person, he's amazing, Jordan Davis. He's amazing. He's a monster. You may not get all the tackles, but he runs through every single offensive line. Michigan had the best offensive line in college plus here. They even got Ward for having the best offensive line in college plus here. Now Georgia defense smothered them. I think there's going to be a different result this time than the SEC championship game. It's in Indianapolis. Really, no, not close to Georgia or Alabama in Indianapolis. National championship game in Lucas Oil Stadium. It's going to be a hard-fought game. I'm expecting a low-scoring game. Kind of like the Alabama-LSU championship game a couple years ago. I mean, we had that Georgia-Alabama national championship game a couple years ago, which was one of the best national championships of all time. But Georgia-Alabama national championship. Who's my pick? georgia Wins it 20-17, to giving the Bulldogs winning their first national championship in over 30 years. 
Bulldogs win the national championship here. Georgia, your 2022 season national champions, Georgia Bulldogs over Alabama. Sorry, Bryce Young. You're not going to win the Heisman next year. You won it this year, but you're not winning the national championship this year. Could win it next year. But a lot of stuff going on in college football right now. That was my national championship pick. The Georgia Bulldogs get a win over Alabama. And that is in this rematch. Georgia gets the win over Alabama. You're 2021, 2022 national champions. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for College Football Showcase this week. Now, for the Squared Sports watchers or listeners, the old ones, who remember this segment, hold them or form. We did it last year, and it was amazing. Okay, I chose if I was going to hold on to these quarterbacks or fold them. Let's do it here. Ready again. Matt Ryan, he was on it last year. I said, hold them, hold them, Matt Ryan. Now I'm saying, fold them. Pick up Matt Corral, pick up Kenny Pickett, pick up somebody in the draft. This is a really good, talented team. They got Kyle Pitts, upcoming star. Don't ruin his career, Kyle Pitts. I love Matt Ryan. Love Matt Ryan. Could still be a quarterback in the NFL for the Dolphins, not our team, anything like that. But Matt Ryan, fold him, everybody. First fold him is Matt Ryan. Tua Tungavailoa. What do you do with him? It's fold him. It is like clear on fold him. I need to see Tua play up in person. I mean, I need to go to a Dolphins game and just see Tua play. It's probably not going to happen this year, but Tua, he used to be an exciting player in college, and then maybe that injury really his career. But it's a game manager. It's one of those things you got to see him up in person. Interesting stuff going on with Tua Tungvaluer, and I really choked that last game of the year last year against the Bills. Couldn't make the playoffs. Really didn't. Just played terrible in that game. Really hasn't played that well this season either. Tua Tungvaluer is a clear on fold him. Baker Mayfield, hold him. I know I said, hey, Baker Mayfield's a terrible quarterback, but don't. there's really nobody in this draft. Don't take quarterback in this year's draft. You're not going to get Russell Wilson. You're not going to get Deshaun Watson. Keep on to Baker Mayfield for one more year. Yeah, stat quarterback draft classes next year. You're saying you can get Bryce Young, CJ Shroud, somebody else in that draft? Oh, that's amazing. That's an amazing quarterback draft class next year. So hold on to Baker Mayfield for right now. Daniel Jones, hold on to him. He's exciting. He's athletic. Give him one more year. There's no quarterback in this draft class. If he fails, take Bryce Young in the draft next year. Take CJ Stroud. Take somebody else. But right now, I'm going to say hold on to that former Duke Blue Devil. Daniel Jones, hold on to Daniel Jones. Derek Carr, it's an easy one. Hold on to him. He's going to make the playoffs. It's a mystery, Derek Carr. One week he's going to throw for 400 yards and win the game. Next week he's going to throw for 100 and lose it. But Derek Carr, interesting player, really didn't have, I mean, just, it was an interesting season for where multiple head coaches, you know, everything like that. Henry Ruggs situation. Just give him one more year. I mean, at the least, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is an amazing player. Hold him, Derek Carr. The Washington QB situation. Fold him. This is one of the teams that desperately needs a quarterback. They said they're going to pick a team name by February 2nd. And I'll give a prediction a couple in a couple episodes later, but Washington quarterbacks, whoever it might be, to Heineke, Cal Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, fold them. Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably going to retire. Cal Allen really has no future in the NFL. Not going to steal Heineke anymore after this past couple of weeks, but to Heineke, anybody else, fold them. Pick up Mackerel. Pick up Desmond. Pick up Carson Strong. Pick up somebody else. Bailey Zappi even from Western Kentucky had the most passing touchdowns ever in a college football season this year. Not a lot of people talking about him as an NFL quarterback. Washington QB situation, fold him. Jalen Hurts, hold him. This is a guy who could be talking about a couple years. Not a Super Bowl. He could, I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts. I think he could win MVP. I think he'd be an offensive player of the year, somebody like that, Jalen Hurts. That's his peak. Jalen Hurts is a good player. Hold on to Jalen Hurts for right now. Drew Luck, fold him. But let's get side boy to my next one. Teddy Bridgewater, what do you do with him? Hold on to him. Okay. This is a controversial statement. I said it last year. I made a big point to hold on to Teddy Bridgewater last year with the Carolina Panthers. They probably should have. They probably should have held on Teddy Bridgewater. But they didn't. 18 touchdowns, 7 interceptions on the year. That's not that bad. He's played pretty well this year. He's got a talented team. He's been knocked out a couple times. 
okay, just banged up a little bit this year against that Ravens game and the Bengals game. Now he's had to play in a couple of weeks, and they're not going to make the playoffs now. But get him a new head coach. Get him an offensive mind head coach. Get him somebody else. But Teddy Bridgewater, hold on to him right now. Let me reiterate that. Teddy Bridgewater is an amazing quarterback. Hold on. Teddy Bridgewater for one more year. Still got some youth in him. Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback. Hold on Teddy Bridgewater for one or two more years. I'm begging you, Denver Broncos, please do it. But get rid of Drew Locke. I mean, just nothing going on with Drew Locke in the NFL right now. Everybody's figuring him out by now. But hold on Teddy Bridgewater, everybody. Sam Darnold, the Carolina Panthers. Those my last ones. Fold him. Sam Darnold needs to be folded. Okay, I'm not holding him. Because Sam Riddle is not a good quarterback. He hasn't played well this year. Got to a 3-0 start. Uh, they go in at Saints. But that was with Christian McCaffrey. He's not playing well now. They need a new quarterback. Probably need a new coach too. Matt Rule should have packed his bags and gone to Eugene, Oregon. Gone to that Oregon football team. Been their head coach. But he didn't. Stay in Carolina. Probably not after this year though. They should fire him even though he's a huge contract. Just a lot of stuff going on. Bad, bad general manager. Bad owner stuff. Uh, thing like that. I mean, why do you give Matt Rule such a big contract after one good year in college? Should have stayed better in my opinion. Matt Rule, but... Sam Donald, fold him. Yeah, one last chance, Matt Rule, to get your quarterback situation right. You do. So, figure it out. But now my last quarterback on this list, maybe the most important one, Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, last year, on this time, I said, Jimmy Garoppolo, hold him, hold him, hold him, hold him, hold him. Don't trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't give up Jimmy Garoppolo because I made the whole Jimmy Garoppolo argument. We've seen a full season of Jimmy Garoppolo now. It's been terrible. It's been awful. When we've seen Trey Lance, he's played well. So, you got an upcoming star on Trey Lance. Please full Jimmy Garoppolo. John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, full Jimmy Garoppolo. When you think about it, Kyle Shanahan really is not solid of a head coach. doesn't have that solid of a record. Yeah, he's a good head coach, but he doesn't have that great of a record. And maybe he's got only a couple years left if they don't do well. This is your last chance, Kyle Shanahan. Give up Jimmy Garoppolo. Hold on, Trey Lance. You know you don't know how many more chances you're going to get, Kyle Shanahan, in the NFL. Give me Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo any day of the week right now. But fold Jimmy Garoppolo. That's about for Homer Fulton this year. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for holding or folding. Now, if you're a fan of a player in sports, if you're a fan of a team in sports, and you get one New Year's wish, if you're the general manager of the Jets, you got one New Year's wish, probably going to win the Super Bowl, but what would your one New Year's wish be? Let's hop into it. Who are these teams? New Year's wish. Broncos, not a Super Bowl right now. It's getting a new coach. You need to get rid of Vic Fangio. It really didn't work out. The Bear, he was amazing with the Bears defense, and then just, I mean, it's been terrible with the Broncos so far. Even this season, everybody, it's been terrible with the Broncos. Fire Vic Fangio. That's Broncos fans. New Year's wish. Get rid of Vic Fangio. Now, Kellen Mond. What is his New Year's wish? It's pretty obvious. Have Mike Zimmer fired, okay? Mike Zimmer literally just came out and said, hey, I'm play. I don't want to take a look at Kellen Mond. I see him every day. Okay, that's a terrible comment from a head coach. You don't want to play a rookie quarterback you have nobody else to play, who do you want to play? Sean Mannion or Kellen Mond? I'm taking Kellen Mond any day of the week. Kellen Mond, really, really good quarterback, in my opinion. Could be a future NFL quarterback, maybe a franchise quarterback. Kirk Cousins retires, but Kirk's still got a couple years left in them. Get Mike Zimmer fired. That's Kellen Mond's nearest wish. Now, what are Knicks fans' nearest wish? I previewed it a little bit earlier in the episode. Get Zion Williamson or get 2020-2021 season Julius Randle back. Zion was amazing, Julius Randle, that season. He was amazing. But now Zion Williamson, get him healthy. Trade him to the New York Knicks. That would be my dream wish as a New York Knicks fan. New York Knicks fans wish, my wish. Get Zion Williamson on the New York Knicks or get 2020-2021 Julius Randle back. Now, what is the Lakers wish? Get Russell Westbrook gone. Is to get Russell Westbrook off of this team, everybody. He's playing terrible. 
Should have gone after DeMar DeRozan. Obviously can't get him now. Maybe should get Buddy Heald, somebody else. But a lot of stuff going on in the NBA right now. Maybe it's going to be an action-packed trade deadline again like it was last year with everything going on. But Lakers' wish is to get Russell Westbrook off of there. Maybe out in the NBA. Probably definitely won't happen then. But just a lot of stuff going on with that Lakers team right now. Get Russell Westbrook off their team. That is their New Year's wish. What is Kevin Porter and Christian Wood's New Year's wish? To get rid of John Lucas hire a new assistant head coach. We saw everything that happened then. Maybe it was Kevin Porter's fault. Maybe it was Christian Wood's fault. Or maybe it was John Lucas's fault. I don't know the whole situation. But that's their news wish. Kevin Porter, Christian Wood's news wish. Get a new assistant coach. Get rid of John Lucas, who pretty much threw Kevin Porter out of the stadium, out of the arena. And Christian Wood didn't even want to play that second half. I mean, just stuff going on there. Both got suspended. But that is Kevin Porter, Christian Wood's news wish. Water, LMLB fans, news wish. Have to, to have every single MLB team back, except the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nobody really cares about Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB fans' wish is to have baseball back, have the lockout edge, to have the... Nobody cares about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nobody does. Little thing thrown there. Nobody cares about the Pittsburgh Pirates. They would give up them for them to be back. I mean, who likes the Pittsburgh Pirates, everybody? Nobody does. That's MLB fans' New Year's wish. To have baseball back, everybody. What is Georgia's New Year's wish? To have a national championship. They haven't won one in 40 years. They're hungry in Alabama to win a national championship right now. Like they do win a national championship. Georgia wins a national championship this year. What is Texas's New Year's wish? This is the last one. To be back, everybody. We've said it for years. Texas is going to be back next year. Oh, they're going to be back this year. Oh, they're already back. They're already this. They're already that. All they want is to officially be back. They thought they were back after the Notre Dame game in 2016. Nah, Charlie Strong was terrible. They thought they were back after the Sugar Bowl win in 2018. No, 7-5 season the next year. They thought they were back after they hired Steve Sarkeesian. No 5-7 and seven season. All they want, Texas football fans, is for Texas to be back, everybody. That's about for sports teams, sports fans. New Year's wish. That's about for that this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, we all love fish football, everybody. It's not a buzzer. We all love fantasy football so much. So we're the top five players in fantasy football this year. I went 11-1 in the regular season one of my fantasy football leagues just to lose in the semifinals after having a bye week the week before. That was terrible. Alvin Kamara, six points away from giving me the championship. Ugh. I had someone lose by .2 in the championship game. That was terrible. And I lost in my other league championship game. So a lot of stuff going on in fantasy football this year. Did you win your fantasy football league? Did you do well in your fantasy football league? Leave your answers in the comment section. But these were the top five football players of fantasy football this year. And I felt for five, Travis Kelsey. I know he had a bit of a down year, but he had 41 points against Chargers two weeks ago. I mean, he just played great, Travis Kelsey, this year. Fifth, always top 10 fantasy football player. Fifth best player in fantasy football this year, Travis Kelsey. Before, and probably the best quarterback in fantasy football this year, you can maybe say Aaron Rodgers, but you could maybe say somebody else, but it's Josh Allen, everybody. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's fourth best player in fantasy football this year. was probably the best quarterback in fantasy football this year. He deserves to be number four. Number four, Josh Allen. Number three, Debo Samuel, everybody. We all love him. I had Debo Samuel in two leagues. Cut him in one of them before he became saying this year, but drafted him one of my other ones. I had an insane trio. Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Debo Samuel just to lose in the championship game. But Debo Samuel... Was an amazing player in fantasy football this year. Was good as a running back. Was good as a wide receiver. Should be a candidate for an offensive player of the year. Probably isn't, but Debo Samuel, third best player in fantasy football this year. Number two, it's either going to be John Taylor. It's going to be Cooper Cup. Leave your answer in the comment section really quick. It's John Taylor. But the second best player in fantasy football this year was Jonathan Taylor. I think the turning point this season for the Indianapolis Colts team was that Monday Night Football game against the Ravens. They really just blew that game. I was down by 30 points heading into that Monday Night Football game, and I had John Taylor. 
He got me 31. He won me that game, John Taylor. An amazing running back, John Taylor. Best running back this season. No debate about it. Second best player in fantasy football this year, John Taylor. But number one, should be the offensive player of the year. Should be in the MVP conversation. Cooper Cup was the best player in fantasy football this year. Got me. Gets 20 points consistently. I mean... He only had, he was only held to under 20 points like once this year in fantasy football. Was an amazing player in fantasy football this year. This was the breakout season we were expecting from Cooper Cup. Didn't have that good of a year last year, had the good year of the year before that. But this was an explosion of year Cooper Cup. The MVP, the fantasy football MVP this year was Cooper Cup. No bit back. Number one player in fantasy football this year was Cooper Cup. That's about for my top five players in fantasy football this year. That's about for at the buzz this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, best for last question. This week's question is, who is the best team in the NBA? Is it the Milwaukee Bucks? Probably not right now. Is it the Brooklyn Nets? Is it the Los Angeles Lakers? And it shouldn't be. Or is it the Chicago Bulls? Somebody else. Leave your answer in the comment section. Who's the best team in the NBA? That's about for question this week. That's about for Squared Sports and Land Frank episode 62. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Don't forget to follow all Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 63. Stay tuned.